Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to episode 331 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news, culture, and gaming discussion podcast for Words About Games. I am one of your hosts, Sammy K. Alexander. I'm joined this week by my other host, I can't see a t-shirt, the t-shirted one <laughs> from, from Jurassic Park, fresh from Jurassic Park. Close, Aww. close. <laughs> So anyone they had? No, you ruined it. Daffy Moody! <laughs> Jurassic World's an awesome, fun popcorn movie. Then we don't want to talk. We don't talk about the rest. But anyway, um, hello everybody, it's Monday. You know what that means? I don't know what I'm talking about like this. <laughs> Video games. Video games. Video games. Alright, gather that. <laughs> Alright, oi, oi. It's Let's talk about those video let's, games let's those talk, kids are playing about, about. All them video games those kids love playing. And bitch about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen some epic level like complaining and stuff on online this week. I'm glad I'm not. It's, Amy, it's been three weeks since I've been off social media. It's weird. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Like Very weird. It, so like I'm I'm gonna do what I do best in this conversation here, and I'm gonna make this all about me for a second, because is it weird not knowing what I'm up to? Because <laughs> I feel like you you we used to talk where we talk about stuff week three before three weeks ago would always be like oh yeah I saw your tweet but now you don't see the tweet you don't yeah, see my tweets yeah, yeah. you don't know yeah, what yeah I'm yeah doing. yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I could be doing anything <laughs> it is weird there's no doubt about it. like I'm like like I've even sworn in the mist and I'm just like. It's weird that I'm not knowing what I, I'm not knowing what is going on, unless I want to really find out. And then I'll start then I think and I say I don't really want to find out. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what's been going burning. on on Twitter today, the day that we're recording this podcast? Because I'll tell you what, it was something to wake up to. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, great. Oh yeah, Kanye West went on Alex Jones's show, and he made Alex Jones look like the reasonable one of the pair. <laughs> not even kidding. Kanye West was like, oh, you know, no, Nazis were cool. The Nazis, he literally said that out loud on a podcast on, on Alex Jones's show. And I woke up to all of this. If you go on Twitter right now, the things that are trending are like, you know, Nazis, Kanye West, Alex Jones, anti-Semitism. Hasn't, the thing, hasn't Musk blocked them on Twitter or cancelled them yeah. on Twitter? Yeah, so he suspended So the thing he says Kanye. that everyone has free speech is literally just so, turned... So Kanye West posted, and I apologize to any of our Jewish friends who are listening to this podcast, but Kanye West posted, it was like a star of David, a picture of a star of David, combined with like the swastika in the middle of it, he posted that on his Twitter, and then got banned. So he got banned, and then he was unbanned by, by Elon, and now he's banned again. And that was just today. <laughs> that was just today I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm kind of glad it's weird like as hell because i'm like i have nothing to do oh the tv <laughs> oh yeah tv I tv oh i can I play watched, it i haven't played it i again, watched so the like. tv no you didn't yeah yeah me and mrs me and mrs started watching bleach again and we we're just oh, like jesus yes. why why because because we love it oh no we love Bleach. We love the first seasons of Bleach. It's just like epic awesomeness. It's a, it was when <laughs> we started caveat. dating and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was when we started dating and I was huge in anime when we first started dating and everything. So I'd like box the box sets of them. So we watched them all and I was just like, I love this woman. 
<laughs> and you were talking to one of the characters in Bleach on the TV, I assume. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. And then it just you're, got you're... super awkward because Sophia thought you were talking to her, and you've, yes, you've maintained course. the exactly. lie ever since. Exactly. That's what all men do. We maintain a lie. <laughs> In- interesting. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. We we start watching that again because uh, it's on Disney Plus, which is the most weirdest place to have something on. <laughs> the most weirdest place to have it on. It really is. I don't know, like, did we talk about this on the podcast last week? Because I was about to say, I can top that, because <laughs> I'm watching Cowboy Bebop on ITV. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're talking about, yeah, yeah, that was really weird. But, uh, yeah, we watched that, started watching the new season of it as well, because the final arc, they finally animating the final arc. We got to episode four, and then we realized, oh, there's no more dubbed episodes right now. <laughs> and we're like, no, not like this, not like this. And we have to now wait. Uh, I've been watching that call up on My Hero Academia, and I'm just like, oh my god, I love this show. I love My Hero Academia. If you can't, if you can't tell with that, nah, no idea. Couldn't tell. Nope. <laughs> Alien, Bulbasaur, Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, ignore the mess, everybody. Just ignore the mess. <laughs> it's, it's, interesting okay, green <laughs> it's interesting continuing to be on Twitter. Um, I can I'm believe it. Well, it's like I said uh, when you delete your account. It's just like, I'm going to stand in the middle of this house as it burns to the ground. <laughs> I want to be right there in the center of it watching. Preferably with a bowl of popcorn. I love popcorn. Sweet popcorn. And just enjoying every moment of it. But I do actually, like, I have made a lot of, like, connections on on Twitter and it's like trying to keep those like connections you know what I mean so eventually when I delete when I when I say I'm out of here please follow with me <laughs> please or can I no I don't mean I don't mean I have a lot of I don't mean I have a lot of followers I just mean like I've actually made friends on Twitter no so I meant, I'm I'm that's what I meant I meant friends yeah. was not meaning followers whatsoever no I don't give a shit I about meant friends <laughs> yeah fuck the followers <laughs> fuck my sorry followers. listeners <laughs> Isn't it just our friends who watch anyway? So I don't know. We sometimes yeah. not. Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. Yeah, true. And there's people here listening. And I don't know who they are at all. So I don't know anyone. And no one's ever told me like they listen to the podcast. Everybody we know who like you know who like watches the podcast watches yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So I don't know who who's out there listening, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Even though we just told you, fuck you. <laughs> about Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a... It's been a... First day was a long day. It was just a long ass day. Then oh, today it went really fast. It was really good. I was just like, yes! <laughs> and that's Maybe it. Don't forget we're podcasting. No! <laughs> my, my, my night of myself! No! <laughs> This was my idea. <laughs> ah, Damn you, Moody! <laughs> Moody! Pass Moody, you goddamn bastard! I was, I gotta admit, like, I was so fucking tired. Um, 
by like Wednesday. So I obviously last week went down to London, traveled, did the whole thing, came back up, told you as we were talking on the podcast, rolled right into Black Friday weekend. By the time we got this podcast, I thought I was as tired as I was ever going to be. It turns out like if you keep then going for like three more days. Mm. And uh, I was I saw Ryan one day and yeah. we were chatting for a bit. And he was like, oh, I'm like, should we play Faz? And I was like, yeah, we should play Faz. I'll tell you what. Um, do it on Thursday. We'll do it on Thursday, because I'm like, I'm, I've got I've got free time on Thursday. I'm really, I did not. I barely got out of bed on Thursday. I was, <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> and then it was getting to like six o'clock, half six, and I just texted him and I was like, right, you you said we could do Sunday as well. Can we do Sunday? <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. I'll fall asleep. Like. I was. I, I, I fall asleep while running away from the ghosts. <laughs> I was as tired as I've ever been for a long time when I got to. to Understandable. Thursday. Understandable. Like, I was like, oh, I should vlog this week because I, I've been enjoying vlogging. And I was like, oh, wait, well, I had to put the other two out on Wednesday. So I was like, Wednesdays has sort of become the vlogging day. And I was like, got Tuesday night. And I was like, I can't, can't be bothered. I'll do it tomorrow and I'll just put it out as soon as I've done it. And then it got to Wednesday night and I was like, no, I'm too tired for this. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow and it'll be a day late. No one will know because I never told anyone that I was going to put them out on Wednesday and then I didn't get out of bed on Thursday and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll just do it next week. <laughs> Did you tell them that you were going to do it next week now? No, I don't tell anyone anything. That's true, though. <laughs> That's true. I've, had, I've had two questions about people asking me, oh, so when do you think your Mass Effect video is going to be turned And I just laugh. <laughs> Why do you think I know that? November 7th, 2023. <laughs> that was actually, okay. I did. Actually, you, yeah, you've, it crossed my mind. It's. I'm looking to get it in for one of the release dates of one of the three games. That would be Isn't the next, ideal. Yeah. Isn't next week the Game Awards? Uh, yeah, it's on Friday. Fuck. Oh, we could have we could have done our prediction thing. We could have literally just gone on, do, signed up and went, this is what I think is going to win, even though we've already done that, but literally pressed the button. You fuck that, you missed out on Twitter as well. You can fuck that right off. So like, you do the thing and you can vote for all of the, what you think is going to win or what you want to win on all the different categories, but then Jeff did his like, player's choice, you know, where he puts up tons of games and everybody votes and it's done in rounds. And uh, I was actually talking about Flora, uh, Ludo FM on Twitter um about it because so i went on that player's choice awards thing is 30 games and you can vote for whichever one you want and then it'll narrow it down as the rounds go on until there's a winner on the game awards night and i went in and i was like right god of war is gonna have shit loads of votes elden ring is gonna have shit loads of votes i'm gonna vote for immortality because i think as as we talked about a couple of weeks ago immortality should have at the very least been in the best indie game category because it's been nominated for best writing and best direction. And I, I think True. my logic was sound there. Immortality is not even in the 30 game list. Of course the fucking isn't. <laughs> fucking Genshin Impact is in there. Apex Legends yeah. is in there. Games that have oh, come yeah. out years ago, that ongoing games, there's no oh, immortality. Yeah. So you know what I did, Moody? You know what I did? I joined the Sonic Legion and I voted for Sonic Frontiers. Of course I like, did. Of I'm going to cause problems on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that third right now? Yeah. 
It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do yeah, yeah. everything in my power, <laughs> which admittedly is limited, to make sure that Sonic Frontiers wins <laughs> the player's choice vote because I'm sick of the slander that Jeff Keighley is throwing towards Immortality right now. No need for it. No but need for it. It's not him. It is. Just the it's, people. His, it's his game awards. <laughs> Therefore, he, I tell my I tell my boss this at work all the time. It's his game awards. Therefore, he has to take responsibility for it. <laughs> How can he take responsibility for people's votes? For the critics no, for the who list. he has for to the vote list of for the games. list, yeah. for the list of games. Oh, is this list he he put together? I don't know who put it together, but I'm oh, blaming him. All right, that's fair. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm blaming him and him alone. Okay. It might be okay, somebody okay. else's fault. It might be many other people's cool. fault. But you know what? The, after everything Jeff Keighley's put me through this year, I'm going to blame him. Let's just blame Jeff Keighley for everything this year. I can, bla- I can blame him for a surprising amount of things this year. Yeah, yeah, we really can, <laughs> can't we? really can. I'm still not watching his show. I'll, I'll, I'll watch highlights of the trailers the next day on a Saturday. I'll be, like, I'll be good. Yeah, sure. Just, That's I'll just text you. I'll be like, I'll text you through the night. Put your phone on silent. With 40 texts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Moody. Look at this. <laughs> Moody, look at this. The, worst, the worst thing is, my messenger will scroll straight down to your last text. So whatever you put will be your last one. So if it's like and the winner, God of War, Elden Ring, didn't win game of the year. What the fuck? You know something like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have to watch it. Moody, Yay. straight one game of the year. Well, to be fair, do you want to watch that part of the game awards? That's true. No, I'm only there for the trailers. Like you go there for the trailers. You go there for the orchestra. Yeah. 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 And like, no, I don't even go for that. Well, I just I go do. for the trailers. Yeah. I like the orchestra. And then you, you go there for the, for like, there's like one or two cool bits where they like honor a game dev or something like that. And then like, yo, yo, The Rock's going to fucking strut out on stage and give Game of the Year to fucking Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> Talking about Him how much Henry he loves Cavill games. There, they're going to announce Black Adam versus Superman. Boom. The video game. <laughs> no. <laughs> then everyone just boos them off the trip. Like, well, it's like Fast and the Furious again, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. <Game> <laughs> Should we start the show? Now that we slanted the game awards. Let's just be frank. We take the people online, and I think I'm even part of it as well sometimes. That the game well, we take the game awards way too seriously. Uh, Wait, do I take anything seriously? <laughs> That's why I'd never put you in the list. I said m- me. Okay. I said we, but I wasn't meaning you. I apologize. I was thinking the majority of people online and myself probably oh, take yeah. the game awards a little like, too serious than they actually really are. No, if you really want right. to watch the ones that are really that are going to be properly serious and that the actually places are actually really want to go for, that's the Baftas and the Dice Awards and everything. So. Dice, yeah, I'd say Dice. I like Dice. Dice. I'll say BAFTAs as well. I'll yeah, say that as want. well. <laughs> if you want. I went the BAFTAs once. Game BAFTAs. Yeah. Got invited and everything. It was cool. Back when I was just trying to make this whole thing a, an actual thing. Yeah. No one's invited me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Every Monday, you can get a video version of the Words About Games podcast on YouTube.com slash Words About Games. Or an audio version on a variety of platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. There are timestamps in the description wherever you choose to get your podcasts, you know, so you can do whatever you want with those. If you'd like to support the show or our content directly, head on over 
to coffee.com slash words about games. Buy us a coffee. I don't drink coffee. Do you drink coffee? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, buy Moody a coffee or me a, I don't know, I guess a hot chocolate. They're usually the same price. Lastly, if you want to hang out with us while we play some games, we'll get back to this eventually. Head over to twitch.tv slash words about games. My coffee is a soya latte. Ah. From Starbucks. Cool. I, I, actually, I, really I was am. like, yeah, I asked. Like the last time we hung out in person, we went to Costa Coffee. I was like, do you drink coffee? I've literally watched you with my own two eyes drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, ate Costa, it. Costa, Costa doesn't taste so good. I ate a millionaire's shortbread. <laughs> yes, she did. I did. She it did. was very good. It was very good. <laughs> I wait in the queue. I remember that day. I waited in the queue for ages. In the middle of January. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know if it was January it was pretty it was mm. cold I remember that much nah, it's always cold anyway let's jump in main story we don't have a main story so much this week as we have like stuff to talk about like little bits and bobs here and there and I, I made a title for this this probably won't be what the timestamp or the podcast is called it definitely won't be what the podcast is called because it's too long <laughs> All right, I just wrote the t- I just wrote the title as Amy read a bunch of Microsoft's response to the Competition and Markets Authority review, which was 111 pages long. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it was know, actually. Yeah, uh, it, it was for the uh, Activision Blizzard King takeover, and and then I read a bunch of other stuff online that people had said, um, and I need to justify the time that I spent doing that. <laughs> I could see with the fun fact you have apparently. Fun, I did a control F. Fun fact, the words Call of Duty appear 470 times in, in this response thing. Because I was control F in certain things where I was like, oh, I wonder what they said about this. I wonder what they said about this. you know. And then like, I just thought, I'm going to control F and see how many times Call of Duty is mentioned. Yeah. 470 times, which is like, what, four point something times per page. Yeah. <laughs> On average. <laughs> It's a long document. It's had some interesting stuff in there. Like, I don't want to talk about the acquisition and about the slap fight that Microsoft and PlayStation are having with each other. It's just about some of the stuff that was in there. Like, the thing about the, the publicly available document is um, there's some stuff in there where you look at it and go, oh, that's a good, that's an interesting point. There's some stuff in there where you look at it and go, oh, I didn't know that. There's some stuff in there where Microsoft are really, really reaching. <laughs> for like their point that they're trying to make um and then there's just some stuff in there that's just wild but it's it's an edited like it's a redacted version of the actual document that microsoft uh submitted so most of like the hard data and the numbers that they talk about are, are, are cut from the actual document so they'll be talking about like the percentage of this or like the the sales numbers of this or and it'll just be they'll just be in the document there as I was reading it online. It's just a little little picture of a pair of scissors. <laughs> Every time they they've they've cut something out of the document. So I had to work around that when it was copy pasted and some stuff. Anyway, Moody. And there's a note in the document. We could discuss these in any order you feel like. <laughs> but whichever one you choose first will probably be the the headline for the podcast. <laughs> Fucking hell, you put up too much pressure on me there, like. Well, it depends. Uh, we can go in several different directions. Do you want to? Do you want to stoke the ire of the fanboys? 
do you want to talk about a third console altogether? <laughs> or do you want to talk about some stuff Phil Spencer said? Or do you want to talk about some stuff that Josh Shoyer, game director of Pentaman, said? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Let's pour fuel on the fire, Amy. Just fucking get ready to fight. Should I just go over there and turn off one of my two lights right now and just be like, yeah, and what, fanboys? And what? <laughs> this was the thing I saw, like, all over. This was, like, the main thing I think people pulled out of the CMA document. Microsoft admitted that many of its PlayStation exclusives, that many PlayStation exclusives are better quality than those on Xbox. So this is, I went into, this is what caused me to read the document because I was like, did they really say this? <laughs> in those words. And then I was like, I'm going to have to look. So I went in and I looked. Yeah, they did. Here's what they said. Quote, in addition to being the dominant console provider, Sony is also a powerful game publisher. Sony is roughly equivalent in size to Activision and nearly double the size of Microsoft's game publishing business. Sony publishes iconic first-party franchises such as God of War, The Last of Us, Marvel Spider-Man, Uncharted, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Days Gone, as well as the recently acquired Destiny 2, and has minority shareholdings in Epic Games, the publisher of Fortnite, and From Software, the publisher of Elden Ring. There were over 280 exclusive first- and third-party titles on PlayStation in 2021, nearly five times as many as on Xbox. And then later in the statement where they actually said the thing, which is caught, Sony has more exclusive games than Microsoft, many of which are better quality, end quote. And there's so much data after that. Like, they start talking about Metacritic averages and they start talking about game of the year list and they start talking about like the most talked about games on Twitter. <laughs> like they go really in deep. Yeah. Well, let's just take a subjectivity out of this for two seconds. Objectively, they are not fucking wrong. We no. all know this. Objectively, they're not wrong whatsoever. When the PlayStation bring out an exclusive from one of their big parties, one of their first party studios everybody stands up when it comes to the xbox right now it's i don't hear everybody standing up and maybe apart from where uh, the people who do fort the uh, horizon uh forza horizon and everything but that's still no offense is just a car game which does incredibly well for them and gets a lot of critical claim and whatnot but it's still just a, a niche game to compare to something that's going to probably probably get you game of the year they were kind of maybe hoping with that last year with halo and that's kind of fallen I down on the <laughs> yeah that's kind of fell off the fucking railings a little bit there yeah. so theoretically yes especially like you and me two weeks ago gushed over god of war right two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago gushed over god of war ragnarok it's like it is one of the best games in the, this year. There's no doubt about that. If it wins Game of the Year and everything like that, it's well fucking deserved. It's the well, we'll get to that on the other parts of it and everything like that on the other stories further down and everything. But yeah, it's they have like God of War, The Last of Us, Spider Man, Uncharted, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon, and Days. Well, okay, maybe Days not Days Gone. <laughs> well, I haven't played that, but uh, uh, people like it. But uh, it, if you liked it, it would have sold more, and you would have been getting a sequel. People, I'm just going to say that right there, <laughs> and whatnot. So, um, <coughs> and uh, hell, and they have acquired arguably one of the biggest um, 
games of service games out there in Destiny 2. Even though it's going to be on all platforms still, they own it. So Yeah. Well, yeah, so, like, what you're talking about with objectivity, like, taking subjectivity out, which is what we should all be doing when we look at these documents, or when I look at these documents and present the information, is, because I, I know you're not going to read 111 <laughs> 11 pages of Microsoft speak, and that's fair. But um, if I read one page of it, <laughs> I won't this lie, page. that's me. <laughs> <laughs> this one page. Um, I'm not even reading it, you are. <laughs> yeah, no, like, they do talk about that, so they, they, they like, they, they show the math, right, where it's just like, um, they talk about, like, Metacritic averages, like, the Metacritic average of a PlayStation exclusive title uh, was in the high 80s, I believe, um, yeah. and, the, and Microsoft's was, like, 80 um, and those might not be I haven't got the document open in front of me um, but it was something roughly equivalent to that and like yeah they talk about it um, it's funny they talk about it Call of Duty a lot and they use the same sort of metrics when they talk about Call of Duty where they talk about like hey Call of Duty is like it's not it's never in people's game of the year lists it's never highly rated on Metacritic it's never in the top talked about stuff on Twitter and you know what I mean like they go down that list and yeah, like PlayStation. So, like, the question really is: Are PlayStation's exclusives better quality than Microsoft's? And like, yeah, that's. I feel like we've been talking about this for the last seven years. <laughs> but let's discuss this quickly here. Call of Duty, with the amount of money it brings in every single year, it should be on people's mouths when it comes to game of the year it should be getting a better quality game coming out for the fans every single year they sh- it should be every- all the time with the amount of people like it's the best selling game this year within two months it's just destroyed whatever elden ring has done this year and that's just like what the hell and everything. Like I remember you asking me the question, do you think do you think Call of Duty will still get game yeah, will we, be we the best said, seller? Do you think and you were happened? you were not sure because of like Elden Ring and everything, but I was like probably because it's Call of Duty, I won't lie, but I didn't think it'll crook knock them out of the park as how it did. It's insane. And this one isn't apparently is still a bit buggy and everything. It's still a bit boring apparently for a lot of people. And I'm like, what the hell? Buggy <laughs> games selling millions upon millions of copies based on the name of this yeah. franchise alone. I wonder if we're gonna bring that up later. <laughs> Yeah, it's Sorry, insane, man. It really is. It's like all the money that 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 franchise brings in, and it can all it can consistently is like a seven out of ten for I think a lot of people. Yeah, it's sometimes like in the 70s. six or five unless it's really really bad, and sometimes they have been really bad. And then you just go, it sold bazillions of copies. <laughs> you just like everybody why? bought it. Though. Everybody bought it. Yeah, like, yeah, which is fair. Like, it's the point that Microsoft is dancing around when they're talking about it in those terms, right? It's like, you are dancing. And they do actually talk about the amount of money it brings in and monthly active users. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But, um, yeah, it is. they do kind of dance around that point a bit where it's like, yeah, it might not be like Game of the Year and it might not, but it is one of the best-selling games in the world. (laughs) It's just bonkers. It's our moneymaker. You probably, like, maybe, like two or three games beat it in terms of the amount of revenue that they bring in like but that's it (laughs) and that might not even necessarily be the case i'm thinking like fortnite and roblox might be it in terms of what makes more money than call of g you can't track game sales on that yeah you got so but yeah not not rock dot game getting the game of thrones i was about to say grand theft auto 
Potentially, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a hunt. like again. I'm just like spitball. I'm yeah, just thinking, yeah. Like I can only think of a few. Maybe FIFA. Um, I don't even FIFA gets even close to it. I think. I don't. I think box sales well, sales. Um, but I don't know about revenue because yeah. FIFA brings in a lot of revenue. Um, <laughs> not next year, or not. <laughs> not at least with the FIFA license. <laughs> Football, <laughs> soccer, or whatever they call it, EA soccer, e- EA sports, football. I think. I think, and then, and then FIFA are like, we're gonna make, we're gonna make a blockchain game with NFTs, and it's like, okay, good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. But yeah, like, yeah, like I do think that PlayStation's exclusives are better quality than 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 Xboxes at the moment. Like, yeah, Xbox only really made the moves to start trying to fix that in the last sort of five years. So, and it, and hey, you know what, game dev. Takes time. Who knew? Hell fucking yes. <laughs> Hell fucking yes. Um, you guys haven't got a fucking clue. I have a bit of a clue. A little bit of a smidge of a clue. 1% yeah, of yeah. a clue. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it is insane. Like, But now, I'm excited to see what Xbox have got coming. Mm-hmm. Like, we know a few things that are coming and everything. We know Fable. We know the next uh, Forza game's coming next year. Uh, we got, and... got Hellblade to uh, we got bloody Starfield. Uh, that I know those are the Bethesda people who are more excited for that one. But Starfield's going to be a big game. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it will be a big, uh, not big. But it's going to be a big success. Hopefully, it will be the critical thing that I think Microsoft are kind of hoping for, along with uh, Horizon, along with uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully Hellblade. But we'll see. Don't care if all. I know it's not going to be a big game in terms of it's not going to sell shitloads of copies. People aren't going to be talking about it. But it's got that niche audience, I think. It has a niche audience, but I think that's going to be just the level of like a 6, like 7 a out of 10 game. Mm, we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enjoy sending that comment back to you like a football an American football. And I'll just go up. So. <laughs> I was wrong. I am allowed to be wrong. <laughs> Not on when... this podcast. <laughs> what? Wait, what? We we uh, are right 100% of the time on this podcast. Well, either one of us is going to be right or one of us is going to be wrong here, so. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we're 100% right on this podcast. <laughs> if I just disagree with everything you say, this podcast will be 100% correct at all times. <laughs> argue out that logic anyway (laughs) yeah there's tons of fascinating stuff it's funny you mentioned we we both mentioned the word niche because they have like this little graph thing in the in the document i saw your picture i sent you a picture where it's like they talk about like how much value like like how how valuable things are as exclusives versus how valuable things are as non-exclusives, and it's like this chart where it's like you've got your niche games on one end and you've got your massive games on on another end, and those are the ones that you want to have multi-platform according to this chart, and then the ones in the middle where it's like unproven UIPs, you don't they're, they're saying they're more valuable as exclusives, and I did find it really funny that on the megaton end of the spectrum you got Call of Duty and Minecraft, which makes sense. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you got Psychonauts. On the niche end, you got Psychonauts 2 and Fallout 76, which, I don't know, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I laughed. It's like, oh, what are our niche games? Oh, Fallout. <laughs> I should really go back to play that. People tell me it's good now. 
and I own it for some reason. <laughs> I own it on PlayStation. I bought it when it came out. I don't know why. I just did. <laughs> you like you, years ago, Amy. You liked to, to torture yourself. Apparently, because <laughs> yeah. it's like I thought you were going to say years ago you liked Fallout, and the answer would have been no. No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> that, that was never going to be what I was going to say. Unless I ended it with New Vegas at the end. New Vegas, <laughs> yes. Three and four, no. So why the fuck did I buy 76? Who knows? Built a no. cool spooky house in the middle of the woods. <laughs> that was fun. Did it stay, did it stay together? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was this cool, like it was like a miniature like wood cabin thing with like two floors. And the problem is when I built it, I kind of built it and I didn't realize there was like ghouls that would spawn nearby. So every time I loaded into the game, I had to kill all the ghouls <laughs> that were running towards my house. And I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds so it was this right, spooky wood cabin, but then I ended up having to put turrets outside. <laughs> totally killed the vibe. A good and everybody was like, well, you could good. move it. And I was like, no, too much effort. <laughs> Not doing that. Okay, so let's talk about Nintendo now. Yeah, so there was uh, another... While, while you're there, I'm going to go and unlock my door for my partner and get a bottle of water. Oh, okay, cool. I've uh, read yeah, it, so it's okay. Yeah, I know. So there was another interesting uh, thing that came out of the CMA uh, response. That, again, there was tons of interesting stuff that came out of that, but uh, there was one other one that I wanted to pick out and have me discuss here, uh, which was that Nintendo, which was the bullet point that they wrote. Nintendo has a su- highly successful console without Call of Duty. Um, as they wrote in the CMA response, quote, Nintendo's console business is highly successful without a single version of Call of Duty being available to play on its latest console, the Nintendo Switch, launched in 2017. The last Call of Duty game to be released on a Nintendo console was Call of Duty Ghost, which was released for the Nintendo Wii U on the 5th of November 2013. This shows that the overall quality and appeal of a console platform are ultimately far more important to its success than any particular game being available on it. It also suggests that if a console rival were hypothetically to lose access to Call of Duty, that rival would have the ability to offer a viable alternative to Xbox and compete effectively for gamers, end quote. This one, I just, this one was interesting to me. I thought we could pull it out and talk about it a little bit. Well, I think it's something that you and me have said before. Yeah. So I'm just going to state what I said with the last one. They're not wrong here. PlayStation will be absolutely fine if they lose Call of Duty. Yeah. We know this. Like, Nintendo have proven that they can do it without it. If Nintendo wanted Call of Duty, they would go and get Call of Duty by making a better, more powerful console. They don't sure. want to do that at all. I mean, they, they could just do a cloud version of it. They did that with uh, with so many games at this point. Like, yeah, you can play Apex on Switch. You can play Fortnite on Switch. Yeah. So if they really wanted it, they would go and get it. So they don't. They don't need it. And like next year's arguably potentially going to be one of their biggest goddamn years. So it's like, and even though the fucking game is buggy as hell and got critically bashed like hell, Pokemon has sold incredibly well. It's the best, fastest selling Pokemon game, I think, to date. Probably. Which is like bonkers to think. <laughs> how low have we dropped? <laughs> how far have we fallen? How low, how low are all of your standards? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, Microsoft are completely spot on here. Like, we know this. But I also understand at the same time why PlayStation are fighting so hard to try and stop this deal. Or to try and get the best deal they can to keep Call of Duty on there because it is 
the biggest game out there. It's the biggest franchise out there. It is the best-selling game out there consistently every year. Nine times out of ten, it's two of their games consistently the best-selling games every single fucking year. And yes. so, yeah, I can understand why they want to fight this. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, they will be fine if they are not, if they don't get I it. I mean, again, like... Like you know, we've we've read reports of or heard reports of uh, Microsoft offering Call uh, Call of G- PlayStation like ten years guaranteed for Call of Duty. Uh, so like the next ten years worth of Call of Duty games will be coming out on PlayStation. Ten years is a very long time. <laughs> ten years ago, we were still playing on our PS3s and our Xbox 360s. <laughs> um, and uh, well, I was playing on my Xbox 360, you know, a uh, PS3, but um. No, like, yeah, there is a like there is a path to to not having Call of Duty on your platform and you being fine. Again, PlayStation have that sort of that same sort of thing that Nintendo have, right? Because you think of Nintendo and you think of like they've just they've got games on their system that are on no other systems that if you want to play, you have to get this their consoles and sort of like the Pokemon's, the Mario's, Zelda's, Animal Crossing's. Etc. 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 And like PlayStation have that because you just listed them all up above, right? Like you got a Wars, your Uncharted, your Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon, and like PlayStation will be fine without them. Like people aren't gonna like if Call of Duty hypothetically became an Xbox exclusive, I think they'd lose people. No, no yeah. question, they'd lose people one hundred percent. But I don't think they'd lose. Like even Microsoft even argues it in the in the CMA response, like, they wouldn't lose all of their Call of Duty players. Like, everyone who plays Call of Duty wouldn't immediately drop their PlayStations and buy an Xbox and not buy another PlayStation. Because, like, PlayStation has more appeal than just being a Call of Duty machine to a lot of people. Not to everyone, but to a lot of people. Um, And so, yeah, like... Like... (laughs) I play I play multiplayer games primarily on console on Xbox because that's where that's where my friends were, right? Like my friends played multiplayer games on Xbox, so I played multiplayer games on Xbox. Like yeah. if it if the reverse had been true, I'd play them on PlayStation. Um like there's a lot that goes into choice of consoles beyond just like access to to a to one specific game. And as, um, Microsoft also argued in the CMA response that even if literally every single person who plays Call of Duty stopped playing on PlayStation and bought an Xbox, they believe, I'm going to say, <laughs> PlayStation would still have would still sell more consoles. Yeah, I think so. I believe that's true. It's like it's what Microsoft says, and they do back it up with figures, but the figures are cut out of the publicly available documents so i couldn't read those um but yeah like i think that i th- i think that sounds like it could be could be right because playstation sell a lot more consoles than xbox they do they consistently have for the last few years like even when they were quote-unquote losing with the with the ps3 and three against 360 era by the end they by the end they basically were ahead and they had a, le- a year less than xbox 360 and also they got remember they got um hacked didn't they which completely crippled their internet surface so like they turned it around in an incredible way and it but just shows the power of it like that like going from playstation 2 yes playstation 3 was a bit for everybody i can appreciate that when it first came out 
But like they turned that around and turned it into a great console with some great games and exclusives and like and like but they also saw in what 360 did and that's why they pushed into the into when it came to PlayStation 4 why they pushed multiplayer very hard for a lot of people. They got Call of Duty marketing rights and pushed it really hard and whatnot. So like again, I do understand why they're fighting it, but like Oh no, like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we all we all understand, but what, but it, but I kind of want to say I want to say this. Kind of want them to lose because of one reason and one reason only is the thing I said a while ago to Jim Ryan, Just and that Ryan. was Jim Ryan. This instead of fighting this, be more creative. Find that thing that will replace Call. Might not fully replace Call of Duty. But be more innovative. Fight against this with your like you're already doing with your exclusives. But then give your give more power to the developers you've already got even more. Grow them even more to be able to throw out maybe not one or one game every four years, maybe two games every two years with two with because they have the bigger teams, they have enough teams to do this, you know, type of thing. And do that and like be innovative. Try and bring out the next big thing and whatnot. And, and everything try and be do something different nintendo have proven they that can be done with their weak ass powerless little nintendo switch which has some great games and great exclusives and does an amazing incredibly well and is out in it which is which is consistently selling incredibly well as well so jim ryan instead of being the corporate person you've clearly proven to be how about be a an an innovator an innovator and try and actually inspire your teams to say all right they've got call of fucking duty i'm gonna fucking bring out god of war fucking six and we're gonna fucking beat their asses even more We're going to fight Ra and Apophis. And all the other Stargate villains. <laughs> yeah. And Tails going to be fighting. I mean, Kratos is going to fight them as well. And I'm finally <laughs> going to get my Stargate reference in God of War. <laughs> Two games in, now. Indeed. Two games. <laughs> indeed. I, need, I just need him to say indeed. Is that so hard? <laughs> Corey. Corey. Eric Wallace. Is that so hard? Please. <laughs> Please. Indeed. I just need one. <laughs> and I'll be happy. Um, yeah, 10 no, out of 10. It could be the worst game ever. It's just 10 out of 10 for that. Corey, it's a simple 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Give me Teal'c. Give me one second of Teal'c. <laughs> And that's it. That's how you buy me off. Like I've said before on this podcast, I am available to be bought off at very cheaply, (laughs) my I add. (laughs) I don't have a lot of money. It's literally just one word. (laughs) And I only need one word. That's how cheap she is. (laughs) One word with a specific cadence. You know, he's going to say it in a specific Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I am incredibly disappointed by the way Jim Ryan has, by the way Jim Ryan has decided to like fight against this. He was always going to fight against it and it makes perfect sense that he would. Like I would never hold it against him to be like, hey, this is going to injure my business. I'm going to try and stop it. But like, he's just lashing out at all sorts of like, um, there was a, there was a news article on Eurogamer earlier this week where it was, where he was, where he was talking shit on Battlefield (laughs) and like, 
oh, you know, Battlefield's never going to be a Call of Duty competitor. And it's like, well, okay, Jim, I know that, and you know that, and they probably know that, but did you have to say it out loud? <laughs> like, did you have to say it? Like, I'm it's a better someone, Apex Legends pl- player than Keith. I know yeah. that, and he knows that, but I don't say it. Yeah. That would be that would that would just be me being a dick for no reason. Yeah, uh, I bet someone afterwards went, Jim, you you said the quiet thing out loud. Yeah, Jim, <laughs> you know we still sell this game, right? Like we, this, we still sell this game on PlayStation. Like you're going to a meeting with EA right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's all right. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Let's talk it's about fine. Mass Effect. It's good. <laughs> Let's get Mass Effect on PS Plus. Just smooth things over. <laughs> um, can't believe they. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they did that. I can. No, no. Now, to me, because I've already played the Mass Effect Legendary Edition on PlayStation Five. Yeah. Like I could have really done with playing it on PS Five instead of on Xbox, but I downloaded on Xbox because it's on Game Pass and it's fine. And now I'm nearly I'm halfway through Mass Effect Three, and that's available on PS Five. Fight away in a month. Ren- <laughs> Renegade, baby, Renegade. But uh, no, like yeah, it's it's that part of it that I'm disappointed in. It's the part of it where it's just like he, he talks in such terms about how bad, how damaging losing Call of Duty would be to PlayStation as a brand when it's like all of your first-party studios are making amazing stuff. (laughs) Like, why don't you... Instead of attacking Microsoft's... Instead of attacking Microsoft in the way you do, why don't you actually just highlight your own strengths? Microsoft are doing a better job of highlighting the PlayStation strengths than PlayStation is right now. Arguably, yep. Microsoft are doing more PR work for PlayStation Five than PlayStation are. They're doing Jim's job. So Basically. why is he to see you again? <laughs> I, Jim, I've, thought, Jim, I've, I've just thought. Back. I've just thought of another buyout. Phil, get Phil on the phone. I'm a great idea. Again, I'm very. My commission is very cheap. <laughs> Can you make Christian just say indeed in God of War Six? <laughs> That's it. And you can have all my advice. To be honest. That's probably what my advice would be worth. <laughs> Let's be fair. So the, 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 really for you, the decided. So what's your number? What's the number we have to write down here to get you to say what we want? It, 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 oh, it, it's not a number. It's it just, just slide the piece of paper. If it's a full A4 piece of paper, I just slide it across the table. And it's just in very tiny letters. It just says, indeed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know you know <laughs> committed I'm committed this is going to be my 2023 like thing that I'm just going to keep pushing until I get somewhere I'm going to do it I'm going to get I'm going to get Kratos to say indeed and got all six let's talk about Phil Spencer more Let's. Phil Spencer admits Microsoft shipped games too early. So he was speaking to The Verge in this one. Um, and I've just pulled the quote rather than a full article. Quote, It isn't really a decision to move a game after spending the team's effort over multiple years just to get to a point where you know you're not going to deliver the game you want on that, de- on that date that was promised. Now, it is at some level because I have shipped games too early. We have experienced shipping games too early. 
in hindsight, when you look at a game like Starfield, it's taken so long and so much investment in new IP from the team. The decision to give the team the time to build the game that they feel they should be building is just the right thing to do. There are financial implications to those decisions. Weighing what is going to happen, whether it's platform growth, subscriber growth, or frankly, the revenue that you generate when a new game launches, those are business decisions. You definitely have to weigh the outcome of those decisions. For any game, but definitely for our games Starfield and Redfall, which are our first big Xbox games with Zenimax coming into the team, I just wanted to make sure that those teams felt they had all the support they could get from Xbox, and to maybe feel some of the benefit of being part of a larger organisation that has other revenue streams and other helpful things going on." End quote. But He's yeah, about we Halo. know this. He's talking yeah. about Halo. Let's just get He's that talk- yeah, yeah. <laughs> out there. He knows this. He knows that they needed to push it another year. They know this. He knows this. And fair play to the team. I hope they weren't crunching like crazy for the, when they got Halo out in time for them. But it's like, yeah, it's the it's the same fucking thing. And it's just Halo. We know it's Halo. And that's why I don't think we've heard much about the, about their stuff and everything this year in general. That's why at E3, they only talked about the next 12 months between the, that E3 to the next E3 and everything. And yeah, it's the right thing to do at the end of the day. Like we said it, we said it when we watched the E3 press conference. We were like, that was a great conference. They did a really good show because we knew, because they told us right at the beginning, we're talking about the next 12 months, motherfuckers. (laughs) And and they did it. Get hype, baby. Yeah. All of these games, all of these games will be coming out in the next 12 months, except the Hideo Kojima thing. And also the couple of things will probably get delayed. But apart from that, 12 months, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm down. I'm in for that, like, format. If Xbox want to take Hell that yeah. format forward every ether, every June and just be like, oh, yeah, it's just we're just going to show you the next 12 months. I'm in. That's fucking amazing. I don't want to see that trailers is. for games that are, like, five years away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is that. That's the one thing that always annoys us when it comes to PlayStation. Because we're just like, great, yes. See you in five years, I guess. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Oh, what's that? You delayed it? It's going to be six years now? <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm down. I wish every company did this. Like, every, like, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. I wish all three of them were just like, Here's what... Nintendo, I guess Nintendo do it to some degree as well. Yeah. Um, they have to with, with a console that's that, 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 that part that week compared to what the others are and what they want to put on it. Like, the, like with the next Mario, which I'm guessing is going to be a massive game, and the next, obviously, Zelda, which is going to be a massive game. We know it is, so... It's not get, they're not getting delayed because they they want to make sure this is polished as fuck. And especially yeah. with what's happened with Pokemon, they're like, <laughs> well, if I you mean, hear they was, get to... <laughs> yeah, and obviously the pandemic did did, did some shit yeah, yeah, to, no to doubt, the, yeah. the industry as well. Um, but I, don't, I love this approach. Like, no, Obviously, the 12-month approach, I love it. But I love this approach of just like, hey, you know what? Sometimes, like Microsoft's in that position where they can, hey, you know what? We got money coming in. It's fine. Like, you know, Starfield was probably on their books for, like, being, like, a big seller. Like, now. Like, literally now. Like, it would have come out, like, a few weeks ago. Um, But they have, they have money coming in from other places. So they can afford to just say, you know, like, let's release a game that... Let's release the game that we... That the fans deserve. Instead of, hey, let's get the game out. A game-breaking buggy mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
If all, you know, if only gamers other... are very simple. As long as it doesn't game break, they're pretty much know, fine right? most of the time. You can do whatever the fuck you want on these things, like as <laughs> long as it's not broken. The red line, the, the the line, as we found out with Cyberpunk in its marketing campaign, the that line is the is, line. is the game broken. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. Yeah, and the next line is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because that's just performance based. It's not really broken because it plays still very well. It's just very performance based. <laughs> But, uh, now, but we yeah, want, like, now, we're, now we're curious, what's the third line? <laughs> Callisto Protocol? Do I say Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> Do I just stir the hornet's nest? <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm glad that, because Halo Infinite, I mean, it was my number two game of the year last year. So it feels yes. weird to be saying, like, oh, they released it early, but they did. Like, the campaign was solid. Like, you almost wish they'd released the campaign separate and said, look, the multiplayer is just going to take longer because that's, that's where the, the problems have, li- have, li- have lied, have lain for, for Halo Infinite. Um, and it doesn't seem like, it seems like they were building Halo Infinite to be a platform for, for further like content updates, like for single player, for like campaign stuff. And that obviously hasn't materialized either because they're, so focused on fixing the multiplayer up and it does just seem like hey maybe you should have delayed again and it would have sucked but it and you probably would have caught some heat for it because you know at one point it was coming with the the launch of the xbox series x but you know like if it had been delayed and it came out today let's say like and it was a great and it was an amazing game like everybody would have been fine with the delay like that's the thing about delays it's like you'll get the heat for it when you do it. But if you then deliver a great game further down the line, people will just forget that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... Um, Gamers are very... They're very fickle, but they're also very simple at the same time. And yeah, that's it. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, this is a good thing at the end of the day. We already know this, like... Like we report... Like we talked about, discussed about two of their developers who are apparently not being run very well this year. Uh, end up kind of in a bit of a shit show when it comes to how the game is going for them right now for both of them um so like he's got that to sort out and then he's got to throw in like other things like like fable like who knows when that is actually coming out like if once thought it's been in development for years which it probably has but at the same time it seems like we probably may not see this game until maybe 2024 2025 which is hell take your sweet ass time i have no problem about this and whatnot but I am very curious. There's no doubt about what they got because right now, next year is going to could be a big year for them, and I am looking forward to that. I think next year is going to be a big year for all three of them. All three of them have big exclusives coming out next year, theoretically. Well, and yeah, theoretically. it could be, yeah. In terms of in terms of where we're at, though, like for PlayStation and Xbox, it's not necessarily Nintendo. We don't know where the fuck we're at with Nintendo, but like we're in the we're in that we're we're approaching that like mid console generation life cycle, right? Which is when everything starts picking up, right? Like you know, PS4 was an amazing console with amazing games, but it didn't really get going until 2015. Like in terms yeah. of the games that were coming out on the on the system, Xbox yeah. never really got going for reasons that we've talked to death about for the last seven years but um like yeah you're starting to hit that point now where it's like okay now stuff's really gonna start getting going and it's nothing against the games that have already come out we've had some amazing um first party games from both from both uh publishers console manufacturers um 
but yeah, we are hitting that point now where it's like now it's time. Like now the gloves are starting to come off. Like we've had these consoles out for a while. Let's see what everybody else is going to do with them. And Microsoft, especially, it's like we got all these new studios. <laughs> this is what they bought them for <laughs> the next five to ten years. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. Hell yeah! Hell fucking yeah! What we got? Uh, yeah, do you want to talk about Panamint a little bit? Actually, I guess it's really more about Game Pass. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Penniment wouldn't have been possible without Game Pass, according to Obsidian's Josh Sawyer. Uh, he was talking at Waypoint Radio and said, quote, I never would have proposed making Pentiment without Game Pass. Like, I literally just wouldn't have done it. I just don't think it would have been possible. The old mentality of publishers and developers is generally focused on larger investments with higher return on investment, and that's not the point in this environment, in this ecosystem. Game Pass is the only way in which I conceive of Pentiment being viable. For my own sake, making a game so different, I've completely shifted my thinking for Pentiment. It is so unusual, so niche, it's for a small audience, and as long as that audience is into it, that's fine. End quote. 13 people made Pentiment. I found out today when I was uh, scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's been already been reported multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing to think, like, and everything, and like we know, like we've said on multiple occasions how great Game Pass is, and that, and many developers have come out and says because of Game Pass, we probably are still a studio type of thing, you know. So it's a we it's a exist. Great thing. <laughs> Thanks, it's Xbox. A great, it's a it's a great option out there, and it's one of those things that just uh, keeps on ticking. It's like. Like, I constantly, like, me, I was, like, speaking to my work team and everything like that, and we were just like, Game Pass is the best thing out there. They all say that. Everyone knows it. Uh, every developer knows it. It's like, this Game Pass is the best thing out there and whatnot. And, yeah. Great. I'm, I am looking forward to play. I am looking forward to play Pentiment eventually. Uh, when I will. I do not know. Eventually, I'm going to hit a line, and I'm going to be like, well, all these games yeah. that I'm going to play, yeah, I ain't going to Yeah, I can't. Sorry. I got time. We've got, we're, like, T-minus what? seven weeks from i don't know seven eight weeks from our game of the air podcast so <laughs> that's how long we got and amy's yeah. playing mass effect 3 because <laughs> she's sensible i've played like the first two hours of pentiment i think um so the game hasn't really got going yet um and we've only got know. two sorry yeah, yeah. we've we only got a couple podcasts, more podcasts. Yeah. yeah um but yeah like Pentiment, yeah, it's cool and it seems interesting. I just love the fact that, like, because of a game pass, it exists, right? Like, Pentiment is a game that is, is it's niche, like Josh said, it's, it's a niche game, which it always was going to be. Um, it's a passion project. And I've seen people, like, really fall in love with this game. So the idea that, like, it might not have existed otherwise, like, I hate that idea. <laughs> so I'm just really grateful for game pass, like, allowing games like pentamon to exist in the for whether i end up loving it or whether it ends up it ends up not being for me and i don't really know at the moment like i said it's a slow burn game to get into so i don't really know at the moment whether it's like yeah or okay not for me but like the fact that it exists at all is just awesome to me yeah exactly no doubt about it. i agree um i've got like a I've got a scratch or a spot on my leg. <laughs> and I, I don't want to look down and see which is which. But I've got the hot pink on at the moment on the on the smart light. So if I look down, it's... Yep. Yeah, can't really see anything anyway. 
<laughs> uh, it's time for Indie Game of the Week, really. Are you excited? It's Indie Game of the Week time. Woo! Woo! It's Indie Game of the Week. This is the thing we do every week where we talk about a cool-looking upcoming indie game that we found uh, that looks cool, and we want to tell you about it. This week's Indie Game of the Week is called Writer's Block. Writer's Block is a rogue-like word game where writing is fighting into the wondrous world of an author's imagination, battle mental monsters standing in the way of writing a book, spell out words to fight absurd opponents and evade their devious abilities. Your vocabulary means the difference between victory and defeat. Choose your protagonist. In the land of fiction, writing implements are warriors. Plays the heroic fountain pen font in the demo, with more characters to come in the full release. Face challenging enemies with unique powers and weaknesses. Stay on your toes and adjust your strategy to defeat them. The biggest word isn't always the best one. Like Scrabble. Collect literary devices to boost your strength and unlock alternate strategies. Demolish an enemy with an alliteration. Deploy a deus ex machina. Protect yourself with plot armor. An ample arsenal of upgrades ensures that no two playthroughs are ever the same. Read your masterpiece. Each victorious run is summarized in book form, forever immortalized on a library shelf. Writer's Block is being developed and published by TikTok Games, and it's coming soon to PC via Steam. There's a link in the description below, wherever you're listening or watching to this podcast. Go click it. Go wishlist the game. Send some, de- send some devs some love. Play the demo. There's a demo. I haven't played it, but... You should try it. See if you like the game. Demos are cool. I'm happy they're making a comeback. <laughs> we love a good demo. We were just talking about demos last last week on the podcast. We were talking about Resident Evil. That Resident Evil 2 demo. That like was partially responsible for getting me into gaming. <laughs> it's a thing. So yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot. I have a bit of a soft spot for demos. I... Need to refresh this table of contents. <laughs> That's Just better. Ignore the blue underlined ones. <laughs> They're from up top. Everything broke a little bit. It's because of the way I've done the doc this week. It's fine. Only we is going to know this. we got plenty of time, Moody. Where do you want to go next? <laughs> go <with> Nintendo. <laughs> you hear the, 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 the strain in his voice there. Let's go, Nintendo. (laughs) Nintendo. (laughs) It's a very short one. Nintendo apologizes for buggy Pokemon and Scarlet and Violet release. This is from Nintendo's own patch notes. And it says, quote, We are aware that players may encounter issues that affect the game's performance. Our goal is always to give players a positive experience with our games, and we apologize for the inconvenience. We take the feedback from players seriously and are working on improvements to the games, end quote. That was it. It was the whole thing. Yeah, this apology was nicely hidden away as well in the patch notes. Very deep at the bottom. Nintendo don't give a fuck. They don't. It's just because it was trending, probably, and... That's it, why they've said something and everything like that. And like you say, they've said something by sticking it right at the bottom out of the way where no one would yeah. notice. For the Not most even part. on Twitter. Yeah, so, yeah, found, yeah. so here's how I found the the text that I put in the document, just to tell you how hidly, how deeply hidden this was. So the apologies was going on Twitter, like people writing news articles about it, filed it away in the brain, thinking show notes for like later. 
I text you and I said, oh, do you want to talk about the, the, the Pokemon apology? And you were like, yeah, let's do it. Cool. I better go and find the apology because I'm going to need to read it. Yeah. Thought, Eurogamer. Go Eurogamer. They always got good stuff. Went to Eurogamer. Articles there. And I was like, I don't really want the full article. Like, maybe I can just find the source, right? And then I looked on Eurogamer and I was like, you got a screenshot of the tweet. But the tweet isn't the apology. <laughs> the tweet is the link to 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 well, in my head. The tweet is the link to the apology. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, right, go on, go on, Twitter, Nintendo. Surprised they're still there after the whole Mario thing. Um, and then okay, click the link to the apology. What? Well, this isn't an apology. This is patch notes. <laughs> Where the fuck's the apology? Scrolled down, didn't see it. <laughs> and I was like, did I click the wrong link on the wrong tweet? Got back. No, I didn't. Like, this is definitely the tweet. Click on it again. Read slower. And keep going. And keep going. And keep going. Oh, there it is. It's near the bottom. <laughs> Found it. It's so small. I was expecting it to be like at least a couple of paragraphs. It's three sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo were probably writing a big apology. And then the guy came in to say, don't worry, Nintendo, it's it's best on a Pokemon game. And then just deleted all of it and then just went, we are aware that this may, may encounter issues. May encounter issues, Nintendo. You think it may encounter issues? May? Yeah. Really? May. really? I haven't even played Pokemon Scarlet or Violet and I've encountered issues. <laughs> On Twitter, fire. You apologize for the inconvenience. The inconvenience. While you do this, I'm just, I need to go and get it. So you keep going. I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> I was, well, was going to finish, but okay. Fuck you, Nintendo, if you're, it may inc- uh, encounter issues and inconvenience. I'll give you an inconvenience in a minute. Jesus, Nintendo, you normally get the people who. Set the high bar of quality assurance of throwing out games of that have, <clears throat> excuse me, that have uh, that are polished as hell. This wasn't polished. It was threw through a grinder, then threw a wall with a dart in it, and then everyone just went, "There we go. There's the game." <laughs> and that's what we got by the end of this <laughs> fucking thing. Nintendo, <clears throat> take your apology and shove it up your bloody ass. <laughs> So not impressed with Pokemon, then. Amy, I'll say it this way. I can say enough of what I can say right now. This is the best Pokemon game they've created. Sure. That's it. That's honestly it's the it takes to get you the whole franchise in a completely new way. It expands on a great way. And it's really, really a great game. So that's what Bugs makes like it even fuck. more annoying. <laughs> that's what makes it even more annoying. It's what makes it even more annoying. It really is. And like to find out what else, like about these, like what Game Freak have done and everything like that. Game Freak, like they split off into two teams to create both like this and Pokemon Arceus as well. And Arceus was pretty buggy as well. And what the framework wasn't to the level of what this is or anything like that. But Arceus came out not in a, I can remember not in the best condition for me personally. I, I thought it was like, it was still a bit, patchy it needed it needed some more polish and everything at least for me i felt like it needed at least another three to four maybe six months to properly polish it and everything and like pokemon scarlet and nevada they need, they need a minimum of another year and everything so it's like 
Nintendo, the Game Freak and Nintendo just they got two big eye, two big eye, two dollar signs, and yeah. But we also, they released the, two <laughs> Pokemon games in one calendar year. <laughs> they released three games within 15 oh, months yeah. of each other. Oh, yeah, that was uh, the other ones. But the other one was outsourced. <laughs> that was the best of the three, right? Like in terms of performance at launch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say so, yes. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Hell yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. playing those. I really liked those ones. I did. But I'm a sucker for them at the same time, so. That's true. That's true. I've never played. I'm. <laughs> 10 hours of sword, baby. <laughs> Got to level 32 or 36 of one Pokemon, and then when I'm out. <laughs> did a couple of gyms, cycled around the, the, the field, and was like, yes, yeah, good. I'm done. Mm. <laughs> that was enough. I'll, I'll get the next one. No, I didn't. Employer on was like, I'm Bond, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, yeah, and nope. Like, nope. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just dropped it. Um, I always meant, I, like, every time a Pokemon game's come out again since, I've always been like, I'll get it this one. You know, like I did with Splatoon 3, I was like, okay, this is the one. This is the one I'm going to play. And I did. <laughs> with Splatoon 3. But then every time with Pokemon, it's always been like, this is it. This is the one I'm going to play. I play yeah. t- 20 minutes of Arceus on a bus and then <laughs> unfortunately left it too long and Elden Ring came out. And then I don't even have, I don't even have Scarlet <laughs> or Violet at the minute. I don't know what happened. I just didn't. I didn't send anything back because it was a boomerang thing, like a rental thing. Like, I've sent stuff back, and then I found out there was a... Po- like, I sent stuff back on where, Tuesday, I think? Or Wednesday? No, Wednesday. And I was like... And everyone's like, oh, there's a postal strike on Thursday and Friday. And I was like, oh, great. Well, <laughs> I'm not getting the Callisto protocol either. Then. <laughs> Mint. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. Will I play Pokemon Scarlet or Violet? Who knows? Be another one next year, right? There'll be a... I guarantee there will be a Pokemon game. Uh, I'll play that one. Well, that, that'll be the one I play. <laughs> that might be the Lexco one everyone's been screaming for. Oh, is there an anniversary for another franchise like uh, Brilliant Diamond was? No, this might be. No, I don't think so. Because Brilliant Diamond was the 15 year anniversary of the Diamond and Pearl games. So maybe. Maybe actually let's go next year. That would maybe be I'll just Maybe I'll shock the world and just sneak Pokemon Arceus in in the Christmas break. <laughs> would you do, right? If I came if we came into the Game of the Air podcast. And we're doing our countdown. Like, you know, and you just go and you just do Amy, what's your number eight game of the year? And I just go, Well, Moody. It's Pokemon. <laughs> I would say that's awesome. You'd be like, what the fuck? And I'd be like, yeah, me, I play Pokemon. <laughs> I play Pokemon. I got my tall ass Govgarnivore. <laughs> and I she did, stepped I did on it. me. <laughs> and, and, and we had a great time. <laughs> I remember catching that Pokemon and sending you the picture. Oh. <laughs> I got her, Amy! That was in the stream. <laughs> Uh, it was in the no, stream. No, I evolved her, but I you got the tall version for you. 
Yeah, yeah. It was fun times. That was a good stream. It was a good stream. I enjoyed that. Do you want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Let's go. Do you want to start a new top at any any uh, timestamp? Ten minutes of it, Moody trying to convince Amy to play Pokemon. <laughs> nah, I'll never do that. Look, me. just you just pick your Bulbasaur off and go. Look, it's look at these like face. Look, look at these face. Look at these <laughs> little face. Look at look at their faces. One, two, three. You don't. Four, you don't even tell me. <laughs> five. I think there's a sixth one there. <laughs> probably. It probably is. Yeah, probably is. I love how they like get bigger and bigger as well. They did. They really did. <laughs> um, Pokemon escalation. Let's go to the World Cup, Amy. Let's go to the World Cup. Inescapable as it is, you're even going to have to get to listen about it here on this podcast. You thought you could get away from the World Cup? Ha! Tricked you. Fortnite World Cup skins let players express pride when real-life tournament won't. This is from Sean Murray over at The Gamer. He writes, Fortnite launched a new set of skins on the same day as the start of the World Cup. These skins are all highly customizable football costumes, but have absolutely no FIFA, UEFA, or club branding on them. But they do let users pick their own colors, as the event is not officially affiliated with the World Cup in Qatar. It's a great place to hold the World Cup. Uh, the epic blog update on the new skins says, quote, let, me, let them know. Specifically, let the squad know what you're all about. The upcoming Let Them Know set includes 10 outfits based on the beautiful game, all of which you can personalize with multiple patterns and colors. Personalize your outfit to a look that's uniquely you, end quote. Notably, the banner image at the top of the page has a skin customized to be in bisexual pride colors. In the trailer, there's another character wearing the trans pride colors, and the skin customization options make it easy for players to create a football-themed costume supporting all flavors of the LGBTQ community. Fortnite's Let Them Know set comes in stark contrast to the actual World Cup, where players have been barred from wearing One Love armbands under threat of an instant yellow card. The World Cup's host country, Qatar, criminalizes sodomy and sexual intercourse between people of the same sex. Seven European nations have planned to protest Qatar's anti-gay laws by wearing multicolored and heart-shaped armbands during their matches, but FIFA stepped in to warn players that anyone caught wearing the One Live one love armband would face a yellow card, potentially ejecting them from matches should they receive a second. It's a beautiful game. Everyone keeps telling me it's the beautiful game. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, this is a like Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite always does these type of things with skins and everything like that. And like to just say to stick it to the quote unquote man, I guess you could say. It's a it's a fun it's a it's a nice little gesture they've done here and everything like that. Um, when it comes to like the whole thing like the World Cup thing and whatnot like that, like it just shows how how much not of an ally all these football players really were I when know, they were right? saying, "Wait, you'll give me a yellow wait. card? Wait, if wait. I put on a multicolor band, you're gonna give there me are. a yellow card? There are gonna be consequences. Oh, yeah, no. I don't want any consequences. Like, yeah." Like, I don't it was like nothing football. but talk, talk, talks and gestures from all of them. Yeah. And like the Germans, you can go, we've been silenced type of thing. Well, I get what, 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 if you were truly silenced and you truly cared, you would have actually worn the bands. It still would have still been a token gesture, but at the end of the day, 
Like, like you should never. Yeah, there is it. We already know this. We're going a little bit into the for World Cup. Part. No, I'm bastards fine, should never be gonna... there, and we know this. These bastards should not really be there. If you were a true ally, you would not have gone. You would have told Gareth Southgate and all your other managers. No, I don't want to go because I actually support the gay, the gay pride and the LGBT community and support women and all like this and everything like that. And I don't support yeah. the fucking Qatar government and all that crap. I don't care about a football that looks like a handhold and a hold in a melon and whatnot. I don't care about that. I care about fucking just human decency. Yeah, and hold these whatnot. melons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess the football players couldn't have done that, really. It's a different World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's it's uh, it's a it's a it's a nice thing Fortnite have done and everything like that, which is a, like I said, is a nice stick it to the man type of thing, which is weird to say at the same time. But yeah. like, yeah, like they shouldn't be there, and we all know that. And but they're all talking justice from all of them at the same time. So oh, Bisa. Like the thing is, right? And I think I talked about this a year and a half ago. When was the last men's football tournament? year and a half ago uh yeah year and a half ago yeah you know because the england team did some cool shit where they were doing the whole like taking the knee thing even though like everybody was slighting them for it and they were getting booed and stuff but they were still doing it and it was cool and you got like marcus rashford he was doing it he had a fight with boris johnson about schools kids getting fed and i was like this that's cool i like that that was cool so when you know i was watching that tournament it wasn't the world cup euros yeah you know yeah, it was like, okay, like I can see myself being like, yeah, I hope these guys do well because, you know, they're, they're cool and they do cool stuff. And then, like, you know, they did the whole like, guitar thing. And it was like, well, oh, we're going to wear these armbands. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, that's cool. Like, it's a cool cool gesture, I guess. Yeah. And then FIFA were like, no, we'll give you a yellow card. And so they all instantly were like, oh, never mind then. That's all it took. Seriously, that that's all it took. You were going to get a yellow card. So you decided it's not worth the hassle. Whereas if I went to go and watch one of these football games, <laughs> I don't even know if I would make it from the plane to the stadium built by thousands of migrant workers who were treated incredibly harshly, some of whom died in the construction of the football stadiums that Qatar didn't have until they won the bid for the World Cup in 2010 um, without getting beheaded or beaten or stoned or arrested. So, you know, you take that yellow card and go fuck yourself. <laughs> I guess, to be perfectly honest, because if that's all it takes, I don't really need that kind of allyship. Speaking for me personally. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, I not, I'm not, agree. obviously not speaking for the whole community, but... Yeah, 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 uh, no, I completely agree, like, yeah, nothing but talking gestures from a lot of them, fakeness from the whole lot of them, and they literally just go, like, oh, fuck yourselves, the whole lot of you is, like, like, human decency, human lives are more important than a fucking, you kicking a fucking ball. Yeah, like, I've never really been into football. Tournaments are always on. Because I, I have a job in a public arena, I guess. So, like, I don't know, football is inescapable at this time of year. And, like, people will just ask my opinion. Like, oh, you're watching the football. Oh, like, what do you think of it? And whenever, like, the comment... Uh, I'm not normally this person. I'm just going to throw that out there. And really knows I'm not normally this person. But whenever the topic of conversation has come up about the World Cup, I do just make a sly dig about Qatar. <laughs> like oh England might do well against fucking I don't know who they play Iran they played Iran I don't know oh, yeah. like England might do well against Iran like blah 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 this and I'll just be like yeah it's illegal for me to go to the country that the football's being played in but 
go team. Like, I'll just say something along those lines just to really make it awkward for everybody else involved. Yeah. 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 It's the same. It's like, it's, yeah, it's just completely like we all know, like human decency is just the one thing that is, that should be in everybody. Like, and it shouldn't be questioned yet. Somehow it is questioned and easily forgotten about when you get shown a yellow card. When you get shown a yellow card or when the football tournament goes to the but, country. Because let's but, not forget, just, four years ago, this tournament was being held in Russia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just think, though, there would have been a real, real hard thing for the refs, though. Because if they had to show them the second yellow card, they would have to show them a red. Then they would be like, oh, shit, we're getting close to a rainbow here. Like, what the fuck? And then they wouldn't With know two what to colors do. The rainbow. Think, am I, and then they would think, am I going to get shot now? Am I going to get shown a yellow card? Am I going to get a yellow card? <laughs> wouldn't, that be clo- wouldn't that be even more of a rainbow? Oh, God. Yes. What, a, what does a rainbow look known, like? They wouldn't have known what to do. They'd be like, oh, no. Do I show them the second card now? <laughs> to their credit, because obviously we've had football matches on in the place where I work. And to their credit, like ITV, the ITV football games, they've talked about this a lot, like before the matches, where it's like they have this segment that they've done and stuff and like they, they get their pundits to talk about them. And, and to their credit, that's cool. Like that's cool. I know one of their reporters even wore the one love armband um, yes. on the England, the England match. And I thought that was cool too. Um, and they can't get the yellow card. Yeah, they can't get the yellow card. What one of the pundits said, like, he should have just done it anyway. Like, I don't know who the England captain is, but he said, like, the, whoever that was should have, should have just Barricade. done it anyway because it would have been like the image of the tournament if they'd just done it anyway. Because you know yeah. how you see, you see it like in sporting events throughout history, you know, there's famous images from the history of like sporting events like the Olympics and World Cups and stuff. Um, like the 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 two like the there was the three runners I think it was, um, and it's a very famous image of the of the two black runners being on the on the the steps of the thing doing the doing the symbol with the white person on the on the third step. That's a very famous sporting image. Like the image of Harry Kane or whoever getting a yellow card because he's wearing an armband would have been a, a, a powerful image, but instead might have got a yellow card. So can't do that. To all the footballers who say you've been silenced or but deep down you haven't, you've just chickened out of it. I'll throw you two names who are true allies who have gone to these places. I don't think it's Qatar, but they went to Saudi Arabia. They went to uh, other places during the F1 calendar and that is Sir Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. Who are nothing but pro allies, pro LGBTQ, pro just life in yeah. general, pro decency in general, and they they use their platform properly. They try yeah. and champion these things. You know. Sebastian Vettel got tweeted at or t- or got a message sent to him during a race after I think qualifying or whatever, where a person asked, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. I would love if you could be here. The motherfucker showed up. He showed up out of nowhere because he found out and he went to it. He he got told the time and everything. He went to it. That's incredible. You guys have done nothing. Apart from Rashford, even though I'm still a bit... You, you, sir, could still do the same thing. You could put the armband and whatnot. But Rashford, you have, you do do things and everything like that. But you also, I'm going to give you a slap as well. 
um, for this as well because you've chickened out as well. Um, but either way, yeah, it's like it's just one of those things. Sorry, like we haven't really talked about the Fortnite thing. It was always going to go into the World Cup part s- thing. No. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Didn't put this new story in here to talk about Fortnite. <laughs> I guessed. I achieved the objectives that I wished to achieve by putting this new story in there. Well, let's talk about a UK I university. S- I smuggled it? in social justice issues via Fortnite like a Trojan <laughs> horse. <laughs> well, I can do anything. <laughs> oh, good God, she's going crazy. Let's talk oh, about I have the bosses. power. Let's talk about loot boxes. Like, it's 2017. UK University reports loot boxes cause, quote, financial and emotional harm, end quote, to children. This is from Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer. He writes, A three-year study into the impact of video game loot boxes on young people has concluded that such mechanics cause, quote, financial and emotional harm, end quote, to teenagers and children. The report, published by Newcastle and Loughborough Universities, tracked the gaming habits of 42 families with children aged between 5 and 17 and interviewed another 30 parents, caregivers, and video game designers. Excuse me. In short, the study found children struggled to track spending in video games where, quote, highly alluring, end quote, digital items were advertised to them using techniques borrowed from regulated gambling. The report recommends the sale of loot boxes be restricted within games to those aged over 18 and that virtual currencies be replaced with direct currencies such as pound sterling instead. It also asks for the gaming industry be regulated by its own independent body responsible for all games sold and operated in the UK and which is kept knowledgeable of the sector's rapid changes. Researchers observed patterns of compulsive spending, including among children who used adults' credit cards without permission. The study also recorded children expressing shame for having spent beyond their limits and frustration as they encountered disappointment after paying without receiving the items they wanted. The research also highlighted how children attempted to spend in order to obtain items with, quote, significant social currency, end quote, that can be shown off to others or because some games offer paid-for ways to speed up the acquisition of rare items or collectibles. All of this was exacerbated by mechanics that clearly borrow from real-world gambling machines, the report continued, or apply time-limited offers that generate a fear of missing out. A little bit of fall. Well, well fucking duh. <laughs> Let's just be frank here. We all know this. Like people who think, like the, I know, I know. You got the the hearsays who go out and say, "Well, the parents should step in." Yes, I do not disagree. The parents should fucking step in. Half the time, the parents don't fucking know. They don't. They don't understand it until back. they get the big until they get the big thing. Saying, yeah. "Oh, what the fuck?" Think back <laughs> to all of the things you did when you were a kid that your parents had no idea about. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be fair. We've all been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yes, I'm we admitting have. nothing on this podcast. <laughs> Never mind, but I remain. I have the right yes, to remain silent. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I'm admitting nothing specific in, the, in this moment. <laughs> but no, yeah, like we all know it is. We all know. Like you've even spoken about it yourself, how addicting this can be. Oh, God, I remember, yeah. Yeah, I remember when um, you were on my Xbox and me and everything. You spoke yeah. about this. Arguing literally the freaking uh, to the team, like uh, discussing with the team, saying this is something that's harmful. Yes, I you agreed. I think pretty sure you, you said you agreed. Yes, the parents should be more informed. The parents should know. But nine times out of ten, the parents do not know. They don't realize when they put their details into this into these consoles that this could be spending money and everything. Like that. They don't realize that. 
Yeah, and like it's part of the obfuscation of how digital currencies work. Like, we haven't even gotten into loot boxes yet, but like in terms of like, there's a reason. There's a there's there are multiple reasons why games such as FIFA or Apex Legends don't charge for their skins or team cards or whatever by pounds sterling. They do it by coins, and that's because it obfuscates how much money you're actually spending, and it obfuscates from your brain the fact that you're actually spending money in general you're spending coins right like you're spending, yeah. you're spending gold or, or platinum or whatever the fuck it's called called in in that specific game so it detaches that th- that part of your brain where it says i'm actually spending money on this game like i've had problems with this before in the past like two games in specific that had like loot box mechanics in them were like overwatch and mass effect 3 um when i did the multiplayer for mass effect 3 i got kind of addicted to opening the card packs in that game and like spending a shitload of money on them (laughs) like because you know like it's it's it is it is addictive like um and that serotonin hit of like opening the card packs and then like and the pro the, the 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 really predatory thing about opening loot boxes or like whatever equivalent is that no matter whether you get something great or not either either outcome like convinces you to keep going and keep open and stuff because if you get something awesome it feels it feels great and you want to do it again so you got to but to do it again you got to open more boxes and if you <sighs> if you get trash well shit then, then that means that the next box is is got a better better chance of having something good in it <laughs> Because that's how it works in your brain. It's like if I open five loot boxes and they're all shit, the sixth one's gonna have gonna have something something good in it, right? Like because that's how that's how odds work and statistics work. Like human beings yep. in general are really bad at like understanding how statistics and odds actually work. Um, exactly. And and it can and and that's how and it, that's preying upon me. And in both of those examples, in Mass Effect Three and Overwatch. Which again, yeah, you're right. I did talk about this on my Xbox and me. Like, I was an adult, like with a with a with a fully formed brain. <laughs> like, when we're talking about kids playing Overwatch and FIFA and whatnot, we have no brains. <laughs> they don't have fully formed brains yet. Like, like they don't understand this shit to the level that I understood it. At least when I was doing it, when I was doing it on Overwatch and Mass Effect, like I knew I was doing. I knew what I was doing. Um, and I knew how it was fucking me over. Kids don't know that. Like, you know, it even says in the, in the report, in the study, they studied them for three years. And sometimes it's just like, oh, I got to get... Like, we read a story once a while ago, I remember, where a kid just kept buying FIFA packs because he wanted Ronaldo and didn't understand that they were actually spending money, money. on these yeah. packs because it doesn't look like you're spending money. You're just spending the coins in the game. Yeah. In the game. Yeah, and it is. It's just one of those things. Like a lot of people do not understand. Governments don't understand all well, they do, but they don't give a flying fuck. Let's just be frank here. Some governments and, are. Some governments are trying. Um, yeah, you know, there's like yeah. there's governments out. Like there's the study that they, that was done here. I think Australia and Belgium are trying to. Yeah, do Australia stuff about just put it. something in. I think. I think yeah, Netherlands it. as well. Um, yeah. 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 Who listens to the Netherlands? They've got Max Verstappen. Go away. <laughs> They've got Max Verstappen, but they also have like Amsterdam coffee shops, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> File that under shit my parents have no idea about. 
Yeah. Just everyone, just be safe, okay? Just be safe. Make sure your kids know what you do, what they're doing. Make sure you know what you're putting in and everything like that. Oh, heck, just don't even put it in. Just do that. Just, just do that. Do not put money in. Do not give me card details or anything like that or anything. Yeah. Just be very, like, very careful. There are tools on, on the consoles or platforms or whatever to help you sort of set spending limits and activate like parental locks and parental controls and stuff but like you know like education is the best sort best best way to to help in terms of like kids in terms of protecting and parents protecting kids like le- like parents being educated on what these things are and what they do not just in this is going to cost money to do but in terms of that psychological impact of how loot boxes work because i feel like if we explained it to more parents about like no it's not just about Timmy accidentally spending 500 quid on FIFA, right? Like, this is why Timmy feels compelled to spend 500 quid on FIFA. It's like, we need to go, we need to step up that education piece to parents and just to people in general, because I think a lot of people don't understand how this can affect, how this can affect you psychologically and how it can make you want to just keep pulling that lever. Yeah. Unless you've been there or you've had it yeah. explained to you by somebody who, who was there. But then it should, so then it should maybe start looking into uh, putting it down as a, a condition, a psychological condition, where people get seen to or something like that, or see well, therapists or maybe something well, to help th- them like that. Something like it's like it's, it's like the thing like what uh, Scotland did with drugs, like they unbanned drugs and and like uh, oh, was it Scotland, Portugal? I know Portugal did it. They unbanned un- and they made it a health thing. They made it. They changed it to a health thing because it of, is. Yeah, and I said this, this is the thing. This is the same type of thing. This is a mental health thing, and this is something that should really maybe get pushed harder and whatnot. So, what would really help? Because loot boxes get away with the te- get away with the technicality of not being classified as gambling because technically you're not gambling money in the, the same kind way of that you would be if you walked in if you walk. <laughs> If you walked into a casino, yeah, they're just they're just kinder surprise eggs. mechanics like Kinder yeah. eggs, right? Yeah, right. Um, but like they need to be, they need to be classified as a form of gambling because then once once they're classified as that, then we can start treating it as that. Like you wouldn't let a kid walk into a fucking casino. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they'll you'll, you'll happily sit them America down in front would, of probably. in front of fucking going for America's crazy, but. <laughs> But like, you know, you wouldn't let a kid walk into a casino, but you let a kid play a, a game with very similar mechanics to to a slot machine. Um, and guess what? Because it works the similarly to a slot machine mechanically, it works similarly psychologically on that kid who's like 13, on that adult who might be susceptible of this kind of thing. But like we can't, yeah. it's, it's like that old thing of like, you have to acknowledge that there's, what the prop like the, you have to acknowledge the problem before you can fix the problem and in this regard we need to acknowledge that what loot boxes can do to people psychologically before we can actually start to fix it yeah exactly completely let's finish on a good you. thing let's finish on sales amy sales Some sales oh you love numbers I love you're always telling numbers. me. You're always yeah. telling me about how you love talking about numbers and sales figures and what sold the most and how many of things sold. I think you just want to talk about God of War. God of War Ragnarok is now what? PlayStation's fastest selling <laughs> first party game. This is from Izzy Vanderveld over at the Gamer. He writes God of War Ragnarok is a huge success, launching to tens 
Launching to tens, I realized what kind of tens they were talking about. Launching to tens across the board and selling like hotcakes. It's rocketed to the top of the charts as PlayStation's fastest selling first party launch in the console's history. It's no surprise that this is the fastest, is such a fast selling game as the Jotnar edition sold out in July after just five minutes. Even the less extensive collector's edition was off the digital shelves within half an hour. Unfortunately, this led to those editions being scalped and sold for absurd prices on eBay, but it seems enough people managed to get their hands on a retail copy that Ragnarok broke PlayStation's record. God of War Ragnarok sold 5 million copies in its first week. Previously, The Last of Us Part 2 sold 4 million copies in its opening week and was the fastest first-selling party game on the PS4. Exceptional, fantastic, and it'll Indeed. probably be the next one, Naughty Dog game that will probably outsell this <laughs> or something like that. It seems Spider-Man. like they're going tour to go right now. Spider Man <laughs> <Spider-Man> 2. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you know what? I actually forgot about them. Yeah, Damn Spider-Man it, yeah. 2. it'll be Spider Man 2. Yeah, it'll be Spider Man 2. Yeah, it will be. Which will be exceptional. Yeah, it'll just, it's going to endless loop. And Somniac Marvel game. Next one, next, next, uh, Naughty Dog game. <laughs> Next God of War. Next Spider-Man. <laughs> Not Wolverine. Wolverine. Then... <laughs> <laughs> somewhere Horizon 3 will come in there somewhere. But, uh, Horizon's no, yeah. also here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no. Oh, this is exceptional. This is fantastic to the team and everything like that. They did an incredible job like we've spoken about multiple times already on this podcast. Congratulations. And I look forward to seeing whatever else you do next. If it's another God of War, if it's something new, whatever Kari Barloff is actually doing with his directing uh, chops, give me whatever. I am ready for it. This is a spoiler cast about God of War Ragnarok. And like Kari Barlog had three things that had to happen in God of War Ragnarok. I'm not going to say it with the arc spoilers. It's only been out a couple of weeks. Not all of us have, have had time to platinum the game. But, uh, like, it's interesting that you had three, like, very specific things. And, like, what those things were. Makes me wonder, like... I mean, there's going to be another one, right? <laughs> but there's going to be another one. Phil just sent me a tweet. I'm curious to know what it is, so I'm going to open it. Oh, it's about Christmas parties. <laughs> it's from A Very British Problems... Uh, and it's like a joke are you coming to the work Christmas party and then the answer is no I'm unwell on that day unfortunately I'll try that one see what happens <laughs> I was hoping it would be more funny than that and I could be like look what Phil sent me but it was it's fine it's a good joke interesting tweet God of War's cool games games out next week <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like move on move on <laughs> Kill the bit. Kill the bit. Games out this week. On December 6th. No, on December 5th. Put that in the wrong column. Swordship comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Then on December 6th, Impaler comes to PC. Then on December 7th, Ixion comes to PC. Then on December 8th, Chained Echoes comes to PC. Then on December 9th, Choo Choo Charles comes to PC. I mean, you know consoles on getting a look in and lastly also on december 9th dragon quest treasures comes to nintendo switch some games choo choo charles is finally coming out <laughs> i thought that was a joke when i first saw it announced and it turns out it's a real game <laughs> it's it's something that's for sure i'm gonna, I'm gonna wait 
It's gonna oh people are some people are gonna love it. I won't lie. It looks yeah. cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Like Dragon Quest Treasures is funny to me because it's another Square Enix game that I don't think people realize is coming out because I guess Square Enix's marketing department took an early Christmas break. No, they've been on Christmas <laughs> since November. I guess so. Yeah, because they've released like three games. <clears throat> in and now we got one next week? In the last few weeks. Or the week and after? The Dragon Quest Treasures. <laughs> and they've got Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Crisis Core the week yeah, after. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, people don't know these games are coming out. <laughs> people still don't realize I think there's some people out there who are fans of the farming sim genre who don't know that Harvestella is already out on Switch <laughs> and it's been out for a while <laughs> yeah it's nuts and like you just look at that and go oh, well guys maybe spend a little bit less on NFTs and a little bit more on marketing games just saying just saying <laughs> if maybe people just don't saying. If people aren't realizing a Final Fantasy game is coming out in a week, you got problems. <laughs> I won't lie. I kind of forgot until I then suddenly remembered. Wait, isn't that Until I brought it up. Yeah, so we started so, talking about Square. I, it's, and it's a like, game yeah, I'm not play, so... I keep forgetting it's coming out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when I was figuring out, you know, when I was, told, I was talking about this last week, I think I think it was last week, where I said, like, look, I've probably got, like, the games locked in that I want to play yeah. between now and January. Yeah. Like... yeah. Would it shock you to learn that that list didn't include Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core because I forgot it was coming out? <laughs> no, not at all. I literally, I, I couldn't remember. I didn't remember it. And then I was like, oh, shit. This is coming out as well. A few days later, oh, I was no. like, oh, shit, a Final Fantasy VII game's coming out. <laughs> and it's not on my list. Pokemon's on there. Final Fantasy's not. <laughs> what a topsy-turvy world. <laughs> It's going crazy. Uh, should we do Open Critic? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Let's do why this. not? It's time for Open Critic Head to Head. This is the game we play every single week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of one upcoming game. Whoever guesses closest to the score gets one point. If you guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, we tried to guess the Open Critic average of the Callisto Protocol. I guessed it would get an 80. Moody guessed it would get an 82. At the time of recording, Callisto Protocol has an open critic average of 76. Which means Amy gets the point. And I didn't update the score. Because it's tied! <laughs> nope, that's too many. There we go, that's bad. 26 to 26. I did it. <laughs> Said the comeback was on. And I didn't even, I didn't believe myself. But it was on. Callisto Protocol, eh? Do you have it? Did you get it? Sent to you? On the way. It's on the way. Mail strike, remember? Mail strike. At least yours is on the way. Mine's not. <laughs> oh, bless them. Like, yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, I'm going to send games back, and then I sent the games back, but then I was like, there's a fucking mail strike. <laughs> Shit, my games aren't going to get back till like, next week. So the cholesterol protocol was instantly off of the table. Just the same. The reviews are interesting. I will say that. Uh, haven't seen like some of them. The scores, like it's been, it was lower than seventy six, <laughs> like at one point, quite a bit lower. Um, and it's been slowly clawing its way back up. But I don't know, man. Like I said to you last week when we were trying to guess the scores for the for for the game, it was just like I only really think I've been shown 
one thing about this game, and that's it's really violent. And you were right going off from what the reviewers are saying, so yeah, yeah, which sucks to hear. Which which kind of is kind of annoying, and it's even more annoying that they I'll state this: they were hoping Dead Space was gonna move. I guess if this game's buggy as hell, apparently, especially on PC. So they were hoping, and they like, I should have held, I should have said to my, I should have, should have, I should have remembered what I said last year. I was thinking that they are pushing this game to as late as they can push it, just like Halo did. And Halo was a bit of a bug, but was a bit of a bug as well. Uh, but it, it had it had was, some issues, but it yeah, was yeah, it was yeah. solid overall. Like, yeah, 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 no doubt about it. Uh, but there's other things that have hurt Halo Infinite. Uh, Crystal Cup Protocol, it's just like, especially when we went, like, when we talked about and bashed the guy who freaking kept the owner who came out and said, yeah, we're crunching, mm. baby, yeah. We're crunching. Everybody loves crunching, right? Yeah. Wait, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, what uh, have I done? Yeah. yeah. And now uh, it's clearly meant for nothing as you've released a PC build that's apparently buggy as hell. I've got a colleague who has a 390, a 3090 graphics wow. card. It doesn't run the game. Okay, that's not great. At all. He has At a all? beast of a PC and it doesn't run the yeah, game so because the game can't handle it. The game's not the game's not optimized enough for anything for PC okay. nothing or something like that. And I'm just like, Jesus, that's fucking insane to think that. And um yeah, it's just Yeah, I should I, I should have stuck to my guns on the thing of like like <sighs> This is a December release. I don't trust December releases. Uh, well, I don't know. Eh, like, Pokemon came out one December that one time. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, sword? Shield? Let's no, that go. was November. That was November. November? November? Shining Pearl? Something, dude. I'll find November. it. I'll find it and I'll text you later. Pretty sure it was Pokemon I'm gonna game. Play. I'll wait because I'm going to play Mass Effect. But um, but no, like yeah, like um, I don't know, like it's one of those things. Uh, it's like you know, I didn't talk about this with Gotham Knights until we did the open critic for Gotham Knights, and it was the same with the Callisto Protocol, where it's just like I kind of yeah. not, I've kind of not been like, <laughs> we've really seen a lot of the Callisto Protocol since Summer Game Fest, and like since then going to now or last week, I guess, um, like I just wasn't really digging the vibes. Like, I wasn't really digging what I was seeing. And, like, I don't want to be that person who's just like, well, that looks shit. Like, yep. <laughs> especially when I can just focus on something else that, that does look good. So I was like, but, like, yeah, it's like for the past sort of, like, I guess six months, I've just been kind of sitting here quietly going, I don't think this looks very good. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And that's the most annoying thing about it. That's the most but annoying it thing really about it. It's... it's- it really fucked me off when when we were reading the stuff about uh, what Glenn Scofield was talking about and crunch and stuff because of this because in my head I'm going I don't think this game looks great and then it's like oh but everybody's crunching on it and it's just like fuck off that explains everything that explains <laughs> everything why it's not great yeah 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 they only yeah if you think if we truly think about it now looking at it they really did just show this one thing and the same thing over and over again on the game and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they never really showed anything about plot points story points or anything like no, that they just dude. showed about this is the mechanics you get to destroy things and do all that shit that's yeah. what you remember for dead space no it wasn't what you remember no. for dead space trust me i just played the fucker two years ago you that's did. not what i, I remember <laughs> for dead space i remember I was there. I watched it. let it go in dead space crapping myself <laughs> 
Let me go. I don't want to be, wanna here, be anymore. here anymore. What was the last line? It was something, something, you know, this station, I don't know. The station oh, didn't man. bother me anyway. Station then the door slams. And then the, door, <laughs> and then the lockdown <laughs> started. <laughs> Why? I've got so many moody songs stuck on my head from yeah. being in streams with you and stuff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. George Taylor, where yeah, are I'm you? Disapp- <laughs> I'm disappointed with this protocol. More, more so because I am I am third in Fantasy Critic. Yeah, so she has she has beaten me. Yeah. Rip. Yep. She is beaten. Um, I do want to just respect. say before we I want to do a fantasy critic update because obviously I knew what had happened. Um, but I do just want to say, like, I haven't played the Playstore Protocol, obviously, so these are just my opinions based on the reviews. Am I going to play it? It's 50-50. There's more chance of me playing this than Gotham Knights. I'll put it out. I'll put that out there. I sent Gotham Knights back. I never even bothered getting it out of the case. But, yeah, let's do a Fantasy Critic update. Um, you kind of went kind of hard on... on <laughs> beating Alfie at one point uh, in, in the podcast on an update. Was it a month ago? Yeah, because she was cheeky in Discord, so I'm going to be cheeky back. <laughs> it didn't end well. I think it's funny <laughs> that she's been quiet ever since then. I don't even think she knows that I ranted at her. <laughs> I don't think she knows she, you ranted at her. She doesn't seem to know that she's beaten you. <laughs> um, That's not surprised. She's. I'm guessing she's very busy at work, so. I mean, let's hope so. Or like, jetting around the world going on safaris and stuff uh but yeah midnight suns and she's got another game coming out i did not realize little devil inside not little devil inside i was thinking a different game yeah she's she's beating me yeah the only thing that can help me is cho cho charles comes out and she's gonna say no she cripples her because she's got midnight suns coming out that's already she's already got the points for that yeah she's got the points for that in in callista protocol if if so we're looking. I'm looking. So in in fir- we'll do the whole thing. In first place with a hundred with two hundred points is me. Uh, in second place, hundred and sixty six points is Elf Daughter. In third place with hundred and fifty six points, Moody. And then the rest of the table. I mean, Fairwald's I... in Fairwald's <laughs> Fairwald's in fourth. Joe Medforce is somehow still in fifth. <laughs> Lockstill's in sixth. I don't know what would I'm... be funnier. If if Elfie's 10 points ahead of you, right? Now, she's counterpicked Choo Choo Charles. Choo Choo Charles yeah, comes yeah. out soon. Yeah. Um, we haven't even gotten to picking our scores for that yet. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what would be funnier. If Choo Choo Charles reviews badly and keeps Russ behind Joe, person who hasn't been playing, <laughs> did the draft and, yeah. then, and then left, and that was it. Or if Choo Choo Charles... If Choo Choo Charles gets an 81. One. <laughs> 81. No. Po- 81. It'll drag Elfie back into third place. I know. I never thought we would ever have anything like this decided on a counter pick. <laughs> but here we are. Because uh, the only other games that are coming out, I've got Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, which makes it even weirder that I keep forgetting it's coming out because I've literally got it in my fantasy team. Uh, and Russ has also got High on Life, which is the Rick and Morty game. Come on, Choo Choo Charles. 81, Choo So, yeah, let's take that <laughs> fantasy critic check-in. 
rewind the podcast back to Open Critic Head to Head. This is Open Critic Head to Head. <laughs> we haven't guessed the game yet. This week, we're guessing the Open Critic Garbage of Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> 81, baby. You're going to go, are you going to say 81? Just because you're like, fuck yeah, 81. This is what I want. You want to win by that one. much. <laughs> 90? Nah, keep it. I want to win by one point. <laughs> I'm like Lightning McQueen on first cars move, just sticking his tongue out, getting to the end of the line. Uh, 81, baby. <laughs> Give me that 81. <laughs> oh, man, I can. If I guess 81 as well, and, 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 and we both get the point, can I just can we manifest this to happen? <laughs> you want to vote 81 go 81 I don't mind should we just both say the same score like, there's nothing in the rules it. about it let's say it I'm going to say 81 as well I'm going to manifest a moody in second place well it's just it gets an 81 I mean we get two points each <laughs> <laughs> we still be drawn it's fine there's one more week left after that we've got high on life coming out <laughs> oh god high on life god knows Fucking where that's hell. going um, yeah. but yeah no let's manifest Let's manifest. 81, baby. 81. Plus, Give me 81. It takes our titanic struggle in open critic head to head down to the fi- down to the wire. Well, like last week. <laughs> like last year. It shouldn't be down to the wire. <laughs> it's not it's not been close all yet. It's not been close all yet. Apart from that part where you overtook me <laughs> sometime in, in, in summer. <laughs> But then just kept going. Like that was the only time it was close as you were as you were passing me as I was like I'd fallen off my bike and my bike was on fire and I was trying to put it out with a petrol can. Like <laughs> I don't know, metaphors. I'm not very good at them. Um Yeah. But it's fun. Somehow it's down to the wire again. We'll see who wins. Probably you. Seems to be how it works. One person wins fantasy credit, the other person wins open credit. <laughs> Look at the draw at the end of the day, isn't it? So it's Let's just a game happens. of luck at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And my so luck has been crap really. the last 10 weeks or so. I, I understand. It's ever since you I know started work. since I started fucking work. I knew it. I need to go back to PlayStation. I had all the luck then. You did have all <laughs> the luck I didn't even then. work for it. I didn't even, wasn't even on the podcast sometimes. <laughs> that's the, that's your secret. You just need to not be secret. here. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. We just have to keep getting gonna start writing up my notes <laughs> for you, Amy. For me, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought you were going by the PlayStation. Don't give me your notice. I can only do one a week now. One, 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 once a month now. <laughs> you know what, though? That would probably be more than <laughs> it feels like it would probably be more than uh, than uh, than it was over the summer, which is fine. Ooh. I was always happy. I was always happy for you. Mm-hmm. When's Thank the Witcher you. 3 next gen come out? Start in it. All right. People I, upgraded my, I upgraded my copy of Resident Evil 2 on PlayStation 4 to, PlayStation, to the PlayStation 5 version. Ooh. In case I ever want to do that retrospective. I, I was... um. I was just browsing the PlayStation store <laughs> and I just saw it and it came up and it was like, oh, I can have this. Okay. It was free. So. <laughs> I already owned the game on both platforms. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by notifications on my phone. That's going to do it for episode 331 of the Words About Games podcast. Everybody out there, 
manifest an 81 for Choo Choo Charles. Or heck, higher. If you want to go higher, that's even better. <laughs> no, no. We're going to dilute the pool. We're going to dilute the pool. Just everybody focus on 81 because it means Moody will finish second in, in Fantasy Critic. And I'll, I'll get a pretty decent game about a spider train trying to kill me because <laughs> I want to play it. So everybody wins except Alfie. <laughs> Third is still respectable for your first year. I'm just going to throw it out there. That's true. Um, Frost finishes last though. <laughs> Fuck. I know what He's we're talking about. Ever. I know we're talking about like Vitz coming in next year. And you know we do the thing where it's like if you knew you get to go first, regardless of like the standings of the year before. I think I'm gonna let Russ go first. <laughs> just regardless, just I gotta give him some kind of edge, man. <laughs> I gotta I gotta try and help him. At this point, finish not last. Like <laughs> I don't know. I've tried so many times to help him. Like last year, I was like offering to get games deleted, like just to give him more, like to like chances, and it just never. He just it. He just has the worst luck. He does. He's cursed, and I can't fight a curse. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we should do your idea as well. We, I want to say it now, so that it's publicly available on a podcast that none of the rest of them will listen to. But then I can like refer back to you as like proof that we actually said it before we record the podcast where we do the fantasy critic uh, drafting, which was your idea. Which was if you win, you should be able to reserve a, a game, your first pick. Yes. So even though you start picking from the bottom, because I want Hollow Knight, and I'm I that's. <laughs> I gotta. It's just, at this point, it's a narrative arc <laughs> for it me. It is a narrative arc. There's no doubt about that with you. Four years. It'll be the fourth year I've picked that game. The first thing is, I'll laugh my ass off if it doesn't come out next year. And if it didn't come out next year, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take this microphone stand, <laughs> rip it off the desk, and I'm gonna smash my Xbox to pieces. Well, why your Xbox? <laughs> Because that was the last place I saw it. <laughs> but Nintendo was the first thing you saw it though. I played it on a Nintendo. You should give. You should say Nintendo. I played it on a Nintendo Switch. Three three years and two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember it. <laughs> it was a good game. I was really excited. <laughs> Everyone have a great week. 38 months ago. Everyone have a great weekend. Amy's going to go and wallow in self-pity now. Much love. I am. It's true. I am. It's true. He's he's right.